Die Hard Week rolls on on the Thrill Me podcast. I'm Adam, your host. Gibbo's with me again. Jared's with me as well. We're going to continue with the Die Hard franchise after, you know, getting pretty excited last episode. Rightly so. Five out of five. Had to have a little lay down after that one. Just yeah. <laughs> relax and calm down a little bit. I was just close to going back and watching it again. And until I realised I desperately needed to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I wouldn't have got through the first ten minutes, perhaps. And it would have woke up to the sounds of, oh, the weather outside. <laughs> the, credits are, the credits are rolling. Die Hard 2. Die Harder. Your wife's plane, they're going to run out of fuel in 90 minutes. L.A. cop John McLean is back. What are you going to do? Whatever I can. Because old habits die hard. Up to our neck in terrorists again, John. On July 4th, Die Harder. Bruce Willis, Die Hard 2, rated R. This one's directed by Rennie Harlan, who did A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Cliffhanger, and Cutthroat Island. Purveyor mm. <laughs> 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 of the murderer's row. More recently, I believe he put together some sort of found footage. Um, Horror movie yeah, of some just kind. Like, yeah, just like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Again, produced by Joel Silver and Lawrence Gordon. Written by Stephen E. D'Souza, who wrote the original, and Doug Richardson, who also wrote Bad Boys and Money Train. Oh, quality. And this one is also based on a novel called 58 Minutes by Walter Wagger. Once again, it stars Bruce Willis as John McClane, Bonnie Bedelia as Holly Gennaro, and William Sadler as Colonel Stewart. We know him from... Something that you watched yeah. last episode, Demon, Demon Knight, and obviously the Shawshank Redemption. Budget for this film was seventy million, so it was a fairly large jump. I believe at one point this was the most expensive movie ever made, mm-hmm. and uh, the box office was two hundred and forty million worldwide. General thoughts, Jared, and a score out of five. Uh, I might get a little overexcited with this one too. I think I'm going to give it a four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, Jesus. Jeez, I, you've come out I'm hard. Not, I'm not seeing yeah, it. Yeah, you know, um, Gibo immediately yeah, starts I'm, twitching. I'm cringing. <laughs> I'm cringing on that. Um, I think it's exactly what you said. Look, it's almost a straight-out copy in a lot of regards, but the entertainment factor is there, um, and you get the same old sort of John McClane. You get the same sort of same sort of things that hit the mark in the first one. Uh, <clears throat> there's definitely a few more down points, but. I mean, coming off the back of the first one and then watching the second one, there wasn't much of a letdown for me. Like, I was just entertained the whole way through. Uh, definitely not as good as the first one. Probably four and a half might be a little bit high. Probably a four's... four's well, you go yeah. stone cold three and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. So you go stone cold three. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to stick with that. Really, okay, Gibbo, really like you, you bristled briefly. Let's hear your thoughts. Well, I obviously watched it with my eyes open and my ears unplugged. <laughs> uh, I'd say from, yeah, I was trying to say the positives now, um, or dish that overview. This is an overview, isn't it? So yeah. It's nowhere near as good as the first one. There's massive writing issues. I think they make John McClane out to be a massive cock pretty much the whole way through. There's some issues with the CGI. There's just there's a bunch of issues through this movie. I, I think from for the first one to this one, yeah, it's a massive drop off for me. I'd, I'd be... I'd be happy to give it a three, and that's a that's about as far as I'd go for it. Fuck three, yeah. three. You have come right down. I think it's a precipitous drop from the first. I'm one. I'm 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 going back up. I'm I'm at four. 
because I'm like Jared, I was entertained greatly with this one. Uh, it it does pretty much take the template and do it all over again. But for me, that works. I'm 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 comfortable with that for another two hours with John McLean, and I think he's I don't think he's um a cock so to speak. I don't think he's as well written, and the character's not as there's no development to him because we don't have any of that stuff that we had in the first one. But in comparison to say some of the later sequels, he's quite frankly an awesome bloke. <laughs> but for me, pure entertainment, four out of five. Let's get to the likes to start with Gibbo. Being that you gave it three out of five, mm-hmm. you must have less likes than us. But there are likes. I just think I just think they made a lot of the things that were good about the first one kind of vanished. And and obviously, as you guys have both alluded to, they they copied pretty much everything from it. Copied a lot of characters. The characters, even if they're not the same character, they're playing the same role. The, yeah. the little the little black guy that's running around the airport helping him out mm. is he's basically his his cop from the first one. And yeah. Bonnie is the you know that she's in an airplane this time, but she's still in a hostage situation. Still the same, same as the reporter. Everything, yeah. Same. The reporter's the same. That Dennis German, Franz is um is like the Danny DeVito's ugly brother. Yeah, no, <laughs> Dennis Franz is like the. Uh, Forgotten his name from the first one. The, the Dwayne T. Robinson. Dwayne T. Robinson, yeah. who just refuses to take friends. I love him. Yeah. Oh, fuck you and fuck this, and he's going off the whole yeah. time. I, I, agree, I would agree with that. That was one of the things that I didn't like so much about it. Um, I, I think just to sort of get back to the like side of it, because we've probably slipped away there to a few things we don't like. Yeah, thanks it. for that. So, so I didn't, I didn't say that. Give us immediately. There are, there, are, <laughs> there are likes. There are likes. There are likes. I, I think the to, airport. He's used to footballing up here. He's ready to start throwing. I think the airport's actually a really good place to take it, and 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 the next logical step. It's still somewhat it's confined, but not but too yep. contained, and that makes for some really good scenes because they're able to blow a lot more things up, and you know that takes some of the action up a, a mm. notch. Mm. Well, it was another. Um, like most of the diehards, you know, it was another. As you mentioned, it, it was another novel that they just thought fit the bill a little bit, so rewrote it to, to have John McClane in it. So, I, yeah, I, I thought the same. I thought it was a it, it was a nice place to take it. Because mm. we knew, um, basically, it was it's it's what you were saying the other day about every action movie that followed Die Hard was Die Hard in a... Yeah. This is airport. Die Hard in an airport. Yeah. <laughs> so, Which makes sense. Um, but did it better than the better than the imitators, I felt. And yeah. obviously having John McClane in the movie helped. I also think that having Holly and Al Pal back... Gives a sense of continuity, and and it almost feels like because these two movies were made. No, Die Hard was in eighty eight. This was in nineteen ninety. So there's basically maybe a four year period where these two films are made. You know, one it, it's produced by the same people. It's got the same actors and characters in it. It's written by one of the same guys who wrote the first one. It feels like a logical extension of the other one. Like if you put them together and you watched them back to back, I think you'd sort of get more out of it because. You are seeing it moving on, and you're still comfortable with the characters. Yeah, familiar faces and that yeah. sort of stuff. Yep. I think the action scenes are very well done. Not quite at the level of the original. No. And but Rennie Harlan's more of a... He's a, you know... The Verhoeven. John, 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 John is like a velvet sledgehammer, <laughs> and whereas Rennie Harlan's just a fucking sledgehammer. <laughs> he just comes in... And he just blows everything up. There was a yeah. lot less style. It looks good and there's no style. It yeah. was the yeah. first hint of um, McLean turning into Superman too. Even though he still wasn't <laughs> at that point in this one, doing things like, you know, ejecting out of the plane and things like that. It, it, it kind of goes against what I said about the first one where 
I likened him to James Bond because he had he had a, um, a way to James Bond has a way to get out of everything, whereas McLean didn't at first. He, he just got he blown just, up a yeah. lot <laughs> and survived. In this one, you know, once you hit the ejector seat, you're expecting the. But but in the first one, he had 99 problems, mate. He had shitloads of problems. This one, he doesn't have them. So that that's part of this the difficulty that the second one had is that. In the second one, you know, him and Holly are getting along great guns, you know, there's everything's working. There's no real sense of uh, he's got to work towards something like he did in the first one. It's that more, was sort of... This one, it was almost the same with her without the aspect of saving your marriage. Yeah. He didn't need to solve that problem. He just needed to save her. Yeah. So that took a little bit of the emotional weight out of it. But with that way, I still think they, they did a really good job of keeping the film yeah. paced well... Everything's happening, and and the they up the stakes. They yeah. continue to up the stakes on everything that's happening. Well, that's yeah, that's the thing. They up the stakes in terms of you know um, scope and 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 explosions and set pieces and stuff. But the the storytelling aspect, the way the stakes were dropped a little bit because of that. Yeah, because of not having that that stuff to work out with Bonnie, you're just trying to save it this time. You don't have that whole sort of yeah. There's not there's not the well. the auxiliary storylines behind the scenes that you're sort yeah. of tra- tracing as well. Plus, um, I actually don't mind the villains. The, 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 this this one cops a lot of shit for its villains. Yeah, it's kind of seen as the oh you know just sort of generic sort of stuff. Mm. And in a way, yes, there is a little bit of that generic stuff because they do all Special look a bit alike. Back, do you notice yeah. that they all look even yeah, yeah. Zubo looks like <laughs> fucking Patrick and there you are. It's yeah. hard to hard to follow Hans Gruber, but it did it, it had a little bit of that um, the lethal weapon, like where the second in command was really the bad guy and the, the lead bad guy wasn't much. Yeah. Like he was just a bit sort of And I think get um, off him and get back to the other guy. What I what I did like about this one was the double cross. I thought the double yeah, cross was kind of cool. One of the strengths. I you thought that was kind of cool. Saw it coming, but it, it no, was no, cool. You, I didn't. Well, that's what I, I didn't. Really originally, yeah. I guess originally you probably didn't see it. I guess when looking back, you kind of think to yourself, "How the fuck did I miss that?" Yeah. Well, there's yeah. signs once you yeah. know. But even when I was watching it the first time, noticing the, the different coloured tapes on yeah, the magazines, yeah, yeah. that's the big giveaway. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So if you pick up that sort of stuff, it, it is there to see. But it, it, it's still a good twist. Yeah, I, I kind of liked that. I, I thought that was different to Hans. Yeah, his special forces could come up with a more subtle way of. Uh, you know, look, look. can I just Red say this? This is good. This is not a, um, a negative on the film because I understand it's a film. But John McClane, he's a tough guy. Yeah, tough guy. But if I'm not mistaken, the special forces are pretty fucking tough guys. You got a no whole through. group of them. They, they, I mean, the guy wouldn't have been able to fight. He would have his neck broken five it's, seconds into it's it. Classic, uh, it's classic sort of American storytelling. You know, he's like. They're special forces. They've gone through hell just to earn a spot in this thing. But he worked but John in New McClane's, York for a while. John McClane's from New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tell that to the bloke while he's fucking it's he's fucking foot up your ass and killing him, you know? Like, I guess, yeah, again, that's a suspension of disbelief. Yep. And you've got to accept that. And I guess one thing that this movie does do well, I guess, in that respect is he really, there's not really much of a punch-up. It's on the wing of the plane. Yeah. He sort of puts Watsy down. Yeah. Um, John Amos, and then he gets tagged by um, oh, that'd be Sadler. Oh, cleans him up. Yeah, yeah, he just whoops him. Yeah. Um, I actually think that was a good move. They yeah. didn't focus on that too much and just sort of got that going quickly because everything else was moving at breakneck pace. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, the only other hand-to-hand fight was the uh, one outside the church when he icicles old mate in the face. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh no, there's one in the um in the luggage rack. Oh yeah, the, well, that, that the started Curtis out as a Hall. gunfight. Yeah, yeah, that started out as a gunfight. Nice he solid headbutt in, in that. Face. Yeah. <laughs> he really tags him with a headbutt. Yeah. Speaking my... of that, that's another like for me. The the crew of bad guys is just a who's who. <laughs> It is. You're starting off with like William Sadler, then Vondi Curtis Hall shows up, Robert Patrick pops up, John Leguizamo, Meat from, uh, from Porky's. Who's <laughs> Meat from Porky's? The guy that gets the icicle in the face. Yeah. I've got to start watching he was, Porky's he was, again. he was in The Wanderers and then he was in Porky's. Is Porky's on Netflix? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Who's who? A cavalcade of B to C rate stars. Yeah, and, then, and then, you know, to polish it off, Mr. McDowell shows up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they got the ba- Big Mac, we got the Big Mick. <laughs> the got the too. Got the you know what, though? The other thing, there's two other bits I really like about this movie. The dialogue still crackles with a bit of wit, um, yeah. and some of the exchanges are quite good. Yeah. Um, especially, I, I still like that reporter who keeps coming up. What about a comment? Yeah, fuck off. That kind of stuff's great. Well, I think some of the jokes are good, but that's probably one of my dislikes is some of the one-liners they just force-feed Willis yeah. and just try and get him to make it, make something out of nothing. Like, Try to be clever and meta too, like about the, you know this, uh, how can the same shit happen in the same, same time? time. Yeah. That stuff, that, there's a bunch of references to that, but even when he uh, when he meets the plane, when the general lands and he opens up and he's like, yeah, oh, no frequent th- flyer no frequent fly. like, That stuff just it doesn't doesn't work. But he does have some funny fucking lines in it as well. That's, that's, when call, that's when you call Shane Black and say, Shane, yeah, yeah. Yeah. punch this shit. up a little bit for us. Yeah. One thing I will say about Bruce Willis, because, yeah, look, I'm a fan of his movies. He always entertains. His movies are usually pretty entertaining. I, I was thinking about this after we watched the first one or we covered the first one. Basically, this role... You can't give to a Schwarzenegger or a Stallone. No. We said that in the last Boy Scout. It's the same thing. Willis brings something to the table that those guys just don't didn't have. Yeah. And that was that cheeky sort of sense of humour and also that feeling of, yeah, he is a guy out of his depth, but, you know, he'll have a good crack. Mm. And I think that helps this movie a lot. Even though it's it's not as tightly written as the first one, without him, if you took Bruce Willis out of this and you replaced him with someone else... I just don't think the movie's got the same energy. Like, it has energy when he's on screen. I think Seagal could really carry it. (laughs) (laughs) Man, damn, possibly. John White. (laughs) Michael John White can handle it. Michael John White would have said it. No, John White passed. (laughs) It had a little bit of uh, Seagal in it where... He starts flirting with the bird or the chick at the baggage counter yeah. starts flirting with him yeah. when he's, you know, Bruce Willis was never known for his good looks. Yeah. Or... Just the facts. Yeah. Even that line, just the facts, man, just oh, the facts. Was, yeah, that just that come on. Yeah, he has good ones, but he has really bad ones also. The, the last line <clears> for me is it's we've still got those sort of cool action scenes. I think all the action scenes, or most of them, have quite a cool element, like the one where he hits the Annex Skywalk and they've just killed him and he boots the thing out and just then dives out the window like, yeah. and then rolls along the ground and knocks that guy over and all that and then gets the elevator, uses the escalator to get his gun back. That's really cool. The um, uh, ejector seat, even though it's ridiculous, And it the CGI lo- on that cool. scene's terrible. Um, and it's just, it was it's 990, just, though. It, well, he goes vertically up and then for no yeah, reason he goes, goes sideways. sideways. Yeah, 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 that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> um, Strong wind. <laughs> And and that's that's in keeping with the series, but on the negative side, and it's probably something I didn't cover in the first movie. 
that's why the first movie is so well regarded. Those sequences were a natural extension of what was going on. Mm. Yeah. So we were building and building and building and building to that bit where he leaps off the building, but it's, it wasn't over the top. Whereas this, you can sort of tell that the gears were cranking with the screenwriters yeah. going, so how do we top here. that? Yeah. We do this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what Die Hard did. Die Hard was, it all was naturally part of what they were doing. Yeah, yeah. much more organic. This seems a little bit more, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've just shove this in. Yeah, we've had yeah. 10 minutes without an explosion. What can we blow up? Yeah, that that's right. Yeah. I actually like, uh, you mentioned the airport as a setting. I actually like the fact that they sort of, the first one was very sort of insular. It was just that group of people that were in the building. The second one, it, it, it broadens it by putting all the people in the planes in danger. Even though you don't see any of these people and you're just yeah. focusing on the one plane, you know that there's a lot of other planes in danger. And although, you know, it's very convenient and probably fairly stupid if you wanted to go too far into it, taking over the control tower and turning the lights off and, you know, yeah. setting the sea level to... Yeah, 200. I mean, it's very convenient. It needed to happen at night in a hefty start, snowstorm yeah. so they couldn't see anything. They did like say that. at the start they were yeah. in the cafe. Yeah, weather, what's the weather, weather, weather like? Oh, like? Yeah. flurries coming in. Yeah. Perfect, let's so go. They tried but it actually tried works to. for the movie. In terms of the, the tension during some of those action sequences, and it works. Yeah. yeah. So. Talking about that plane, though, too, like uh, I was reading an article about this the other day that it was one of the first movies where there was like a mass death scene in a movie and it was yeah. a pretty big pretty big deal to kill 230 people. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things that makes the villains actually decent in this because they actually are threatening. After, yeah. they, after they do that, you think, oh, everyone's going to be fine. This plane's not going to crash. Yeah. And then it crashes and you're like, oh, fuck. See, that's yeah. a prime example of how it just copies the first one but sort of drops the emotional weight bolt but puts the action scale up. Yeah, instead yeah. Of like, the plane was the Takagi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. you didn't know anyone in the plane and you didn't sort of feel the same sort of thing, but it was exactly the same. It was heightening it and, and, and making the stakes real, like these guys are actually going to kill people. Well, you did have the link with the little girl too, with the doll. Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. you sort of quickly introduce and then you see the doll on the ground yeah. and you're like, shit, that little girl's yeah. dead and all those people are dead. So and it's, 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 it's a prime example of that, upping the upping the action and the set piece, but probably the, the emotional Yeah, it's coming there. down. And and the thing is, as an audience member in 1990, after having seen the first one where he's he's done all the superhuman stuff to save everyone, he runs out there to try and help. Like him down. And of course, the plane gets blown up anyway. So you're sort of going, mm. oh fuck, you know, not even he can he can make this, he can fix this sort of stuff. So it does raise that stakes. But you're right, the emotional weight is dropped. Unfortunately, it's probably fairly substantially. Yeah. Um, but just out, that's out of necessity. You couldn't have possibly had another fucking reason for Holly and John to be at each other's throats and struggling again. And yeah, it would have just been ridiculous. Yeah, so they the took it to the next viable level, yeah. but it immediately took the, the weight out of it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of um, it's describing it as a dislike, but I think it's a like because I think they did as, as much as they could with it without cheapening it by going, oh, their marriage is in trouble again yeah. or something like that. So it worked for me. So it's kind of kudos a little bit to the screenwriters because we kept the they kept the um, the essence of Die Hard. Yeah. Well, and they, did the best they could without trying to absolutely copy what. Yeah. Just, well, yeah. they copied the template. Sure, you're going to take some of that. Yeah. But to keep, not to go back to oh they're still having problems and da 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 and go exactly. again with that shit. Let's get to the dislikes. Is there any other? To, just before we go to the dislikes, I'm revising. It's a four. Um, I was just caught up in the emotion of Die Hard Week. I was yeah. excited. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I've been very excited for about a week. I've been twitching and, you know, getting into cold sweats and stuff. Okay, the dislikes. Gibbo? 
You've given a three out of five, so you must have something here. Well, I've already mentioned a few of them. Yeah, yeah. So some of the writing stuff, um, the scene, and it, just as an example, the scene after that that plane crashes, and John's in the back in the tower, and he's sitting there with his head in his hands, and the head of the airport walks over and says, "Oh, it's all right, mate. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not a big deal. Like that guy would not give a shit what he thought at that point. Like he's yeah. got bigger things on his plate than worrying about this cop that didn't. Yeah, help. he could not give a fuck about John <laughs> McClane. He's not even looking for John no. McClane. He's got 230 dead bodies he's out there thinking, so didn't but he kick you out? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah, it's just, I don't know, just the way he forces his way in, at the start, he just comes off as a real dick. Yeah. And I think he was a lot more likable in the first one. Oh, are you saying when he has the argument with Dennis Franz? Yeah, just that sort of stuff. Like, it's not his It's not his thing. And, like, obviously, Dennis Franz is a bit ignorant at the start and, and whatever else, but you don't just go walking in and start shooting people and stuff like that. That's just not the way things work. It's I'm just a big a fan of the comment, though, um... I'm an, I'm 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 a cop from New York. He goes, oh, "L.A. badge doesn't mean shit." And the guy goes, <laughs> "That's what I thought about my last cholesterol test." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I would. I, I don't think he's. I probably disagree on being a dick, but I think you're right. He's not quite the same character that he was in the first one. But that's, I think, to be expected because we're upping the, and it's it's to the detriment of this movie. And you pointed out before. We're upping the, the wisecracks, but we're not hitting the mark with a lot of them. No. So yes. Some of them were just as good as number one, but there was like two-thirds of them, I would say, are just really just they're trying too hard and yeah. don't even have the right sort of setting to lay one down. And, you know? and, and it strikes me as one of those meetings, you know, in Hollywood, we need to beef up the script. Give him a few more lines to crack jokes yeah. about. You, you touched on the visual effects. Well, I thought some of them were really, really good. But then also some of them were really, really, really shit. Yeah. Um, Again, a bit like Total Recall, it's a product of its time. It definitely is is dated. It's, it's aged a little bit. Um, but like the, the the end sequence with the, the fire trail that goes up to the plane, watching that again, I was really impressed with how yeah. well that looked. But the ejector seat out of the plane looks terrible. And yeah. there's, there's sort of everything sort of falls in between those two extremes. And again, like it's an old movie, you sort of got to take your lumps with that. But some of the some of the shots of the planes. Yeah. Um, from side on, when, when they do a decent job when it's done in sort of fog, because I think they're actually like um, models yep. that are just um, there's you know a fog sort of a smoke machine going past it. Yeah. So that's you can sort of cop that. Some of the shots, the first time you see Holly's plane, they cut to her plane and it's kind of like in sunset. Yeah. It's fucking it terrible. Looks terrible. <laughs> it just looks like it's been slapped on like a matte painting or something like Even that. Even stuff is, uh, as simple as like, uh, like I've been to Dallas Airport. I went through uh, Washington uh, a couple of years ago and, even if the airport's blacked out, it's surrounded by city. Like yeah, there's, yeah. there's lights everywhere. It wouldn't just be a blackness that you wouldn't even like. The airports would be able to, the airplanes coming down to be able to go. Okay, there's the airport there because there's it's that a, big yeah. empty hole. And there's the. You know what I mean, so just things like that that just don't make sense. Um, but yeah, my, my big my big issue with it was just just the writing. I think it's it, it just rubbed me the wrong way for some reason. I was watching it. And I was just thinking, why is he coming off as such a, a dipshit? <laughs> I, I don't know. You, obviously, you guys didn't get that. But oh, look, there are moments of that. But but I think again it's like the first one where he has the fight with Holly in the the bathroom. Yeah, he comes off as a bit of a prick there. Yeah, but, but and it's the same in the second one. But in the, in, the, in the first one though, he knows that he's come off as a bit of yeah, a prick. Yeah. She walks out and he's like, "Oh fuck, I've made an asshole." Yeah, myself. true. In this one, he's just walking around. I'm got a gun. I'm going to still yeah. do stuff. Well, just think, after he has the blue with friends, he kind of walks out like, yeah. "Fuck you! What do you know?" You know. Basically. I was, uh, was going to say, I just thought he was out assholed by friends. So <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. definitely tried out the in the ballad of dueling assholes. Friends yeah. had him covered. And the, uh, on, the, <laughs> on the opposite spectrum, the uh, the reporter that's on the plane 
He gets tasered, and he gets walked on at the end by an old lady, and really, all he's doing is his job. Like, he doesn't do as much of the dickish thing in this. He obviously endangers people by... Well, like releasing panicking, the yeah, releasing the people, them. but also people have a right to know that shit. I would say, like, I don't know, it's just. Oh, look, he was a he was a dislike. A for, he was a dislike for me. We didn't even need him. Nah, that was that, 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 that could have been that could have been anybody. Yeah. That could have been any character. That could have been a no name. Yeah, it didn't matter. But it, yeah, it was trying to link back, and it was also putting him and Holly back in connection with yeah. each other. I guess they thought they had pretty good like negative chemistry from the well, first one. Well, I but. think what it was was it was it was offering her something to do. You know what I mean? Like, she had nothing to do. Just She's sit, just sitting sit on the on plane. plane and be in danger. So yeah. you add Thornburg to give her a little bit of sparring. Yeah. I did like that line, though. Hey, Dick, yeah, if yeah. that is your name. Dick. Dick. Going back to Dennis Franz, he was a big dislike for me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... What about his brother, Vito? <laughs> he was even worse than Danny DeVito. <laughs> They're both Danny DeVito clones. <laughs> oh, Brooklyn's Danny DeVito. <laughs> it was... Uh, um, look, it was... It was reasonable at the start for him to be, you know, who the who the fuck are you? Get out of my airport, get out of my face, this is my... But he is stubborn for far too long in this movie. He doesn't. He only comes long. around when McLean shoots him with the yeah. fucking blanks. Yeah. And that's yeah. like it's a 100 like, minutes in. It's a bit yeah. like, you know, Steven Seagal slapping that bloke down to try and slap the racist out of him. It's what's the essence of a man? You know? What's the essence of a man, mate? What's the essence of a France? I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, John. I, I, I get you now. Now that you try to shoot me with a machine gun, I'm on your team. Yeah. But he was the same character as the... As the uh, yeah, the Captain, Dwayne T. Yeah. Robinson. Yeah. He, he just didn't have the, the top-class lines that Dwayne oh, T. Yeah. Dwayne had exactly. some quality, yeah. Um, my, my final dislike is Marv. No. The guy that he... He kind of befriends. Yeah, just piss that off. <laughs> that, no, that, that, like that—that's a bona fide mistake. Yeah, it—it—they it, use him to get the plan so he can see where to go. Yeah, but again, fucking, that's two seconds. It's a throwaway. Yeah. He steals them from the office, the police officers. He's walking out. Yeah, you know that—that's that, a that wastes. Umpteen minutes, and there's also big question marks on how McLean gets back to. Like after the uh, the skidoo chase, yeah, he's out in the middle of the friggin' forest somewhere, and next minute he rolls into Marv's bunker and falls down a ladder. Like, <laughs> yeah, how did he get back? Yeah. He'd blown the skidoo up too, so he wasn't coming back on that. Yeah, I don't. That that sort of makes you wonder where exactly was Marv's bunker out in the middle of nowhere. It was very strange. I didn't yeah. get that either. Um, one of my dislikes came in the first two minutes. <laughs> Look, I'm not against nudity. Oh. I didn't need to see William Sadler practicing a bit of Wang Chun yeah, in yeah. his room. Tai Chi. And, and, and yeah, we were getting camera work just, yeah. just above Can't his pubes. After a couple of seconds, I was like, right, he's got a chiseled buttocks. I get it, you know. But then the worst part was he walks the out. He, well, he walks out oh. in unison with the other blokes. So to me, I was quietly thinking, are they all, so were they all practicing naked mask last <laughs> before they came out of their room? <laughs> Oh, the first dislike for me was the... What, uh, what, what about the poor old house cleaning? You know, not, not, oh, sorry, you take it. Oh, sorry. Now you can hear, you can hear um, two of them talking between rooms. Oh, I'm looking good. <laughs> Sadler's going, shut up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helicopter dig. <laughs> 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 oh, 
But that was the that was the first first thing for the whole movie for me. The first thing I didn't like was Sadler's scene at the end of it when he does the turn and quickly shoot with the remote control, and that sort of gives you an idea of what they're going to try and do with the movie. Yeah. yeah. Why would he do that? I also um, because he's so ex special forces. Yeah, you know, that's what you do. Or you can just watch TV. Everything yeah. you do has to be a quick movement, like you're you know yeah. chasing down a bad guy or shooting a gun. Um, the, the scene where they're, they're, the, the three Special Forces guys are sitting around, they're listening to the radio um, to find out the weather, and, and, and then, you know, like this, and then he goes, carry out your assignments. And they're pushing the, the, the presents across at each other, and I'm thinking, and that's not fucking sticking out like dog's balls, No, no, he's, well, he was actually pushing the present back to get it, because the cops were walking past. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then doesn't he, do it, doesn't he do it again later, like seconds later? Yeah, I think he does. No, no, the guy reaches down and picks it up at the end. Right. But, you want yeah, to talk about well-laid plans? What are Von Curtis Hall and the, the mustachioed character doing? Just, you know, <laughs> quickly looking around and then sneaking into the... <laughs> it know. took all, mate, 15 minutes to get through the door. Yeah, didn't even get it. Didn't even get a, you know... Um, so, I thought you special forces. You might be able to sneak into the roof and do it uh, yeah. incognito. But then when they get in there... They're laughing they're, and joking. Yeah, yeah, and yucking milling, it up. Yeah, yeah. Milling around. <laughs> what are you guys doing in here? Oh, yeah, just a bit of work. <laughs> These guys are going, oh, check this out. Gonna... <laughs> what are you guys doing in here? Oh, we work here. They're dressed in fucking, you know... Civvies. Black civvies or something. Yeah, yeah that just caught, sort of came across a little bit stupid. Plus, they end up with... Um, with Amy shoes as well in that sequence. They're yeah. both shooting at him, and he's climbing up the yeah, everything. actually up the um, baggage carousel. He would have been shot about ten times. But, but they go from being able to not being able to hit him to being able to sniper a, a can out of spray out of his yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's some very big question marks there. But the, going back to what you said earlier, just with the, quickly with the likes thing too. And I think you sort of touched on it with the variation of being able to kill people different ways. Mm. The conveyor belt head crusher scene. And if that's what they do with luggage, no wonder everyone's shit gets broken. (laughs) But that, the icicle to the face. Yeah, yeah, there's some good shit in there. Cutting that guy's throat and the... um, Oh, yeah, oh, mate. Yeah, when they turn turn coat at him. I wish I was in Granada. Yeah, we wish you were too, mate. I wouldn't have to do this. That was was actually a good way to reveal the turn. Even though, you know, you probably... Most people would have put it together with the strips of tape. There's actually but, inklings earlier on. They're like, oh, he's bad. And then he comes back and he's like, oh, McLean, you're with me. Yeah, you're one of my kind yeah, of guys. Yeah. And he tells friends to piss off and all that sort of stuff. Maybe I misread it. Just like, minutes before. And yeah. then it's the quick little, you know, just quickly reach over and see the white throat. It's that's worth a, it really that's well. another good line, the old, um, I thought you... Um, you thought I was some sort of asshole. Yeah, yeah but you're my kind of asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. I think that probably covers it. Yeah. I don't have anything well. else to... To add, we will break there basically. We'll be back next episode with the third installment Die Hard with a Vengeance. But until then, catch you later. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net. Dot au.